What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back to another episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show. After a week off, we are back and better than ever. Other than the fact we're getting a late start, kind of old school. I know there was some of you who weren't happy we switched to 8 o'clock, so maybe you're happy tonight, hopefully. But thank you for your patience, and uh, we have an absolute ton to get to joining me as always chris stuber chris how are you doing very well rob hope everything's going well out there for you too james all right and yes james behind the scene all right um hey before we dive into tonight's poll question which is appropriately themed for the start of the nfl season found out that um this week um one of our uh, like very original viewers um, from what, you know, this is season eight. So going back to, yeah, 2016, um, got a message um, that he only has about four shows left to live. Hmm? And I don't know. I'm, he doesn't know that I was going to say anything. I'm not comfortable saying his name. Um, you know who you are. And I just want you to know that all of us will be thinking and praying for you and your family. Wow. And um, yeah. So if well, that's... we can share more later, we will. But uh, yeah. You know, some things are more important than trading cards, and yeah, that that's one of them. So, um, just wanted so to let you know that I'm thinking this, about you. So, this individual has only a month left to live. Yes. Wow, I'm very sorry to hear that. That's yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it, wow. Yeah, and um, well, we're gonna try to make these the best four shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're thinking about you, buddy. All right. So, yes, Chris, why don't you tackle tonight's poll question? Yes, sir. We can get into that. So this season's NFL Rookie of the Year will be a wide receiver, a running back, a quarterback, or a defensive player. And Rob, currently 34.7% say a quarterback, 31.6% say a running back. 27.6% 27.6% say a wide receiver while defensive player, eh, 6.1%. Okay. Yeah. Um, I voted defensive player. Um, Did you? You went yeah, the total yeah. opposite of probably everybody else. <laughs> yep. I think, uh, I think there's some, I don't have anybody specifically in mind, but I think it might okay. be one of those years. Um, Obviously, stranger things have happened, and um, yeah, so that yeah. that was my thought. Well, I what about you? Yeah, I want quarterback. I think when you have Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, I think one of those three guys is going to win it. Obviously, I think everyone who's watched the show knows my favorite is Anthony Richardson, and I think no. he has a tons of ability, and I think he's going to be tremendously dynamic this season. However, I could also see a running back. I think a guy like Bijan Robinson or Jamar Gibbs, I think they obviously have a chance to do it. 
especially with the Lions being the team that they could potentially be. I think Gibbs has a shot. But I would say one of those quarterbacks in my pick would be Richardson. Okay. Um, I simply chose defensive player just to be controversial. I I, 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 I honestly believe that um, it will most likely be a quarterback. You're being the villain like Thanos on your shirt. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. All right. So if you haven't done so already, do us a favor, weigh in on that. And more importantly, so we get a bigger sample size, uh, slam that repost button and uh, we'll update that later in the program. Uh, We got an absolutely packed show tonight and with the late start, we're not going to waste any time. So let's uh, switch gears because we've got some stuff. Stories. Yeah. We got some stories to talk about As in always. our weekly <laughs> hobby happenings segment. Yes, as always. Uh-huh. All right. Well, first story. The lengths that some people will go to um, out of sheer greed to defraud others in the hobby um, should probably never cease to amaze me or surprise me. But this story really did. Mm. Darren Ravel of Action Network reports that a Michael Jordan game used jersey is at the center of an elaborate scam in which fraudsters created a fake foundation in a dead photographer's name in order to get the collectible falsely photo matched, okay, mm. in an attempt to increase. The proven game used jersey, a higher price, if you will. Um, The Tony Rands Foundation was indispensable in providing the research material used in the authentication of the jersey, which, if legitimate, could have boosted its value from its sale price of nearly $27,000 to more than a million dollars, sources said. But the Tony Rands Foundation isn't real and was created by someone unaffiliated with the family, the man's son told the Action Network. Rands had been the director of photography for the Lakeland Ledger with photo credits in AFP and Getty Images. An Action Network investigation found that the Tony Rands Foundation website was created in July 2023. That's 17 years after Rands' death, Mm. after the sale of the jersey, and before efforts were made by the foundation to boost the jersey's value. Insane, right? Well, we've now learned that Juan Garcia, the man behind the, wait for it, card porn handle. Yes. (laughs) who has called himself your friendly hobby watchdog has since deleted his WhatsApp, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram accounts after it has become clear that he was pulling the strings behind the alleged photo matched Jordan Jersey gone wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, in addition to Garcia scrubbing his social media, the Tony Rands foundation website has gone poof up in smoke no longer exists absolutely crazy and there is a lot more to this story that we could do an entire segment on 
including how he also defrauded one collector in a trade for a bogus 1986 Fleer basketball box. So be sure to check out multiple articles on the Action Network website for more details about this crazy story. Another day, another crazy story in the hobby, Rob. Unbelievable. The day after our last show, the industry was rocked by a surprise announcement by Leaf Trading Card CEO, Brian Gray, with this post on X, or formerly known as Twitter. Dear Hobby, for the last year, the Leaf team and I have been looking for the right time and for the right person who could step into the CEO role at Leaf and allow me to pass the baton after over 30 years of building hobby businesses, including my most recent success, Leaf Trading Cards. This has been a long race. For the first time within the past year, I am tired. I need to create margin in my life to focus on health, family, and all the things I love about life that were relegated um, to the back burner over the last three decades. Fortunately, the perfect person has found Uh, was found to take the reins that will allow me to transition from this role. Leaf will share details very soon on this hand-picked successor. I do want to recognize that the team we have built is exceptional, without which I would not have been able to make this difficult choice. With that, today is my final day as Leaf's CEO. I thank you for your love and support, as well as your passion for this hobby. We all care about so much. There are plenty of things, plenty of big things happening with LEAF. Those uh, will be shared in the future. Until then, can count on LEAF's unrelenting efforts to bring you the most diverse, interesting, and value-driven releases in the market. I love the hobby with all my heart, and I love you, my fellow collectors and friends. Since that announcement, we have also learned that the new CEO of LEAF is Kevin O'Neill, who has a long and accomplished history in the hobby, including being the longtime head of hobby sales for Tops. I have to say, Kevin will do an absolutely great job at Leaf, and I personally want to wish Brian peace and joy in the next chapter of his life. Sure. Under his leadership, Leaf's been absolutely great for the hobby. Yep. Um, Over the last couple of years, SGC has become a dominant player in the grading business. This week, the company announced some key service additions and fee changes that will provide some exceptional value for collectors. Watch this. As of today, the first ever SGC mobile app is available for download in both the Apple and Google Play stores. This initial version of the SGC app will allow collectors to submit orders directly from their mobile device, track their submission progress, seamlessly access cert verification and pop report data, and build, manage, and enjoy their SGC collection all in the palm of their hands. We recognize that this initial version of our app will need building upon, but we're proud to offer collectors a better experience collecting with SGC, and we encourage all of you to check it out. And rather than ending our announcement there, we've chosen to take things just a bit further. As of today, the cost to grade with SGC has been reduced to only $15 per card for all sports and non-sports cards. 
There are no minimum or maximum quantities required, no additional fees to grade pack pulled autographs, and as always, no value-based upcharges on cards produced post-2000. As we continue to invest in ourselves and the hobby that we love, it's absolutely vital that as many collectors as possible have access to SGC's grading. In addition, we want to forge a new path for ourselves in a category where so many collectors don't even know that SGC exists. For this reason, the cost of grading TCG with SGC is only $9 per card moving forward. We're so excited to show the TCG community what SGC is all about, and we look forward to making an impact in this space. The last thing I want to mention before concluding today's announcements is that we've also chosen to significantly reduce the cost of our even more expedited service from $125 a card to only $40 a card. This means that as of this point, collectors everywhere now have easy access to immediate grading for a fee that's only a fraction of traditional industry norms. The last thing I wanna mention is that we recognize that with these announcements, the work doesn't end. It's only beginning. This journey is far from over and our team is so excited to continue making collecting with SGC better and better every day. We can't thank you all enough for the immense opportunity that you have given to our team. And it is my honor to say the future of SGC starts now. So an SEC filing made last week, Fractional Sports Collectibles Marketplace Collectible is set to be sold for $1,353,000 after transaction expenses. While details on the transaction are scant, the filing notes it was sold to Fractional Ownership Holdings, LLC, with the company's full board of directors resigning and being replaced by the sole director, Philip Newman. The acquisition follows the steady stream of collectible offerings to auction in the midst of a market downturn. At present, approximately 110 assets remain in trading on the platform, net of those that have been halted for sale, so future plans will remain of interest to still invested shareholders. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, you know what time it is? It's What's time that? for the this week's Alton Insights failed flip of the week. All right, let's see who flipped too soon, late, or lost money. <laughs> the allegations of pedophilia against Juan mm. Franco have wreaked havoc on his card mm. values, as you can imagine. Yeah. As an example, just over four months ago, a Bowman Chrome Prospects autographs orange refractor sold for $29,400 at Golden. Mm -hmm. That card quietly returned to the block at PWCC in late August, selling for $5,760. That's an 80% loss, and yeah. it wasn't even the lowest price recorded for a BGS 9.5 orange refractor that day as mm. another sold for $4,080. Wow. Ouch. Well, I think a lot of people have probably sold on Wander yeah. at this point, yes. Yeah. Hobby News Daily, one of the fastest growing hobby resources, is looking for a web designer. 
Those with demonstrable experience with Wix are encouraged to apply. You can DM at Hobby News Daily on X for more details. It took a few days, but there's now been an official response from the NFLPA communications regarding the letter it sent to agents indicating it was ending its licensing deal with Panini three years before it was set to expire and moving to Fanatics. Sports Collectors Daily reported that the statement consisted of five words, no comment at this time. Hmm. Panini is continuing to sell cards and hold its Dutch-style auctions for NFL football products it has already produced. Exactly how long they'll be able to do that isn't known just yet. However, the company appears determined to challenge the move as it continues to fight with fanatics in court over the later's attempt to take over card production well ahead of the expiration of its deals with the NFL and NBA. Meanwhile, fanatics motion for a stay in the antitrust suit brought, uh, brought by Panini while a judge considers its request to move the case from Florida to New York was denied on Thursday. The proceedings will continue and fanatics will likely have to respond to the complaint in Florida before too long. Hmm. Here's your chance to receive a one-of-a-kind Victor Wembanyama autographed card, but time is quickly running out. Introducing the Topps Ultimate Collector Experience. Collectors who redeem a 2022-23 Bowman University Chrome Victor Wembanyama Green Parallel Autograph Redemption Card by tomorrow, September 8th, will have the opportunity to join Topps in San Antonio, Texas on September 23rd, 2023 for a chance to receive the Wemby first card I ever signed inscribed autograph as their redemption card. That's cool. That is awesome. If you are unable to attend in person, no worries, as Tops will be creating a unique and interactive virtual experience where you will still have a chance to connect with Wemby remotely, and you will still be entered for your chance to win. For more details, visit promotion.tops.com slash ultimate-collector-experience. Awesome. And finally, file this next story under always check. Collector at Rob underscore Mead OHS on X posted that he bought this book on August 7th for $3.98 on eBay. And when it arrived, he simply put it on his bookshelf and never looked at it until a couple of weeks ago. Well, lo and behold, when he went to actually start reading it, he discovered an autograph from none huh. other than the Mick himself. And wow. it's a beautiful signature. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And that's a look at this week's hobby hat. All right. Hey, what are we doing here? Oh, yeah. Uh, we said we'd update the poll question, and it's that time when we should. Uh, if you would do us the honors chris sure so guys we said in the beginning of the show this season's nfl rookie of the year will be a wide receiver running back quarterback or a defensive player and currently still leading rob quarterback 34.7 percent running back is trailing by only a little bit at 31.6 percent 
and wide receivers at 27.6% with defensive players still trailing at 6.1%. Awesome. Uh, Still about 17 minutes left to weigh in on that. If you haven't already done so, feel free to. All right. Uh, We're going to take a quick break while you guys watch this. Uh, NBC TV in New York recently aired a story about the hobby's growth, focusing on the business of GTS customer American Legends, the long-running hobby shop in nearby Westchester, celebrating its 30th anniversary. Watch this, and we'll be back uh, with a very brief Hot in the Shop. Apparently what's old is new again. A popular collectible is finding its way back into mainstream popularity. Remember those old sports cards from when you were a kid? Well, it turns out they could be worth a lot of money. News Force John Chandler explains. Love of the game. Joe Willie's rookie card. Will always sell sports cards. I'm transported back to when I was a kid. But since Mark and Donna Rubin opened American Legends in Scarsdale 30 years ago, the game sure has changed. We are just busy all day long. Exploded, really. It's a totally different world now. In fact, market research projects what was a $13 billion industry in 2019 has boomed to $44 billion today and might push $100 billion by 2027. Me and my dad were looking for a pack of baseball cards. Anthony knows big names equal big dollars. Ronald Acuna, Shohei, and Judge. He likes to sell cards with his dad online. Where social media is flooded with trading card content. But those rarest of cards, Mark puts his on the table. rookie. Wow. 51 Bowman, off-centered, probably thirteen dollars or $14,000 in that condition. And that condition is determined by a card grader. This Michael Jordan rookie gets an 8 out of 10. It might be worth $7,000. A 10 sold for $840,000 in 2021 when the industry surged into overdrive. And thankfully, our industry is one of those good COVID stories. During the pandemic, 30 and 40-somethings like me went up to their attics and down to their basements, digging for boxes and treasure within those boxes. And gold in cards like this, a Jerry Rice rookie, could be worth $60,000 if it's in mid condition. It's in nice condition. I asked Mark to take a look at that Jerry Rice rookie. The centering's a little off from left to right. So not $60,000. You can see just a little bit of white in the upper left corner. Even the tiniest imperfection can't hide when magnified by a professional grader. It's a rookie. Yeah, it is. Uh, But it's not worth a new kitchen. Not definitely not worth a a new kitchen. (laughs) The value is in vintage, rare cards. And great quarterbacks always remain good investments. All the key quarterbacks from the 2020 class very strong pat mahomes very strong tom brady still is strong and big investors are driving interest just last year a buyer in rye coughed up a record 12.6 million for mickey mantle's 1952 tops rookie this industry is infinitely healthier than nfts the right cards will always be worth something to someone Anthony and his dad valued time spent together. It's a good bonding experience, you know. This little guy here knows more than me. Amanda is invested in preserving the past. This is not just a piece of paper. Like, this is a piece of history. It just might not buy you a new kitchen. Unless you're the guy with a few Mickey Mantles lying around. He wound up using that money to remodel the kitchen. His wife was thrilled. In Scarsdale, John Chandler, News 4 New York. I know those guys out in Westchester, great people, and uh, congrats on 30 
years. All right, uh, hot in the shop. So we had Cryptozoic, Outlander Season 5, Loki, both new releases mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we're going to take a look at another new release uh, during our Panini Palooza box break segment, yep. which leaves us three additional new releases, one from Panini that we'll start off with, 2023 Panini Immaculate Baseball Cards, uh, the high-end brand that we've all come to know and love, delivers four autograph cards and two memorabilia cards in every box, and as you know with Panini, oftentimes those memorabilia cards are uh, auto-mem combo cards, and Immaculate comes loaded this year with Hall of Famers and other legends of the game. Look for new designs and count them eight on-card autograph sets that feature shadow boxes, autographed material, triple material autographs, dual players, and more. Eight boxes, one pack, six cards. Again, four memorabilia, two or two memorabilia, four autograph cards. Uh, prospect patch autographs. Uh, so taking a look at organizations number ones to top 100. Uh, autograph material buttons is a 20 card set with guys like Jeff Bagwell, George Brett, Bernie Williams, Sean Green. That has 13 parallels, clearly immaculate material signatures. It's a 50 card set. One of many jumbo material or memorabilia autograph inserts in Immaculate is jumbo bat signatures with retired and prospects, including 101 printing plates, which is interesting. I'd love to see one of those. Dual Legends memorabilia, jumbo materials that includes batting gloves, fielding gloves, cleats, hats, jackets. Look for 17 versions, all numbered to 10 or less. And then plenty of iconic jersey numbers from baseball's past, like Babe Ruth, number three, Mantle, number seven, Ken Griffey Jr., number 24, and more. And look for new designs in immaculate black materials, prime prospects, and immaculate moments. Checklist is available on GoGTS.net. 2023 Wildcard Wild Chrome football cards delivers six autograph cards in every box. Introducing the latest innovation from Wildcard. Wildcard Chrome technology showcases the top players in the 2023 NFL draft uh, in a stunning and colorful design. Uh, each card is encased, numbered, and packaged in one of five different color foil wrappers. Configuration is 12 boxes, six packs, and one card. Also, if you go to gogts.net, you can go on and just search this out. Just put in Wild Chrome, all one word. You can see this really cool thing that Wildcard sent us where you can see the actual shimmer of the card if you just like overlay it, your mouse over top of it. It's really cool. So James is showing it right now. So that's really cool. Just so you can see the technology, really, really awesome to take a look at. This is a limited production. So the six autograph cards are numbered to 50 or less. So that's always really nice. Like I said, every card is encased, uh, is packaged in corresponding color foil wrappers. Collect five theme sets and look for eight parallel designs of each subset you got wild stone number to 50 uh wild ribbon max number to 25 wild liquid max number to 15 wild glass max number to eight and wild fractal super short print all numbered one of one which is really really cool uh 100 card uh base set 
look for future stars, including Bijan Robinson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and more. Check this out this week. Wild Chrome, really, really cool uh, release from Wildcard. Yeah, it looks sharp. Yeah. I might reach out to them, see if we can get a box for next That'd week. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me, would you, Chris? Yes. <laughs> right, in, right now. <laughs> 2023 Onyx Hidden Gems multi-sport trading cards. Two autograph cards, including a Hidden Gems buyback and an Onyx original in every box. Introducing Hidden Gems, a thrilling new multi-sport trading card product from Onyx. It's going to captivate collectors and sports fans alike. This extraordinary collection boasts a treasure trove of autograph cards featuring a star-stunned lineup. Top athletes, revered Hall of Famers, future Hall of famers and promising prospects uh so i don't think onyx has ever done any sort of buyback product before and knowing uh lance fisher at onyx the way i do i have a feeling that this product is absolutely loaded it's an extremely limited production run there's only 150 total cases produced with four boxes in a case so I mean, you do the math. It's pretty limited. Uh, be sure to check this out on GoGTS.net. And other than the products we've already looked at and the one we're going to look at upcoming, that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Nice. All right. James has put together a um, compilation of uh, some videos that Kelsey Schroyer took. Um, tell us what they're going to be watching, and uh, depending on when Chris finishes winners, we might cut the video depending on the length. So sure. what's it's, it first? It's a 10-minute video. Kelsey, he caught up with uh, Julie Devlin from Women in the Hobby three separate times on the show floor for various things. And so talking about Women in the Hobby, their experience at the National, their giveaways, um, her thoughts on collecting, he's kind of got it all there. So, uh, yeah. Here it goes. All right, Julie, 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention. We spoke a year ago about the Women in the Hobby group. What's been going on for the group over the past year? It's been an awesome year of growth. It's been a year of progress. Just a reminder about Women in the Hobby, we are a 100% volunteer organization. Uh, we make no money. In fact, all of the events cost us money, but we're here because we want to promote representation in the hobby and beyond. So we have had our Facebook group uh, of women in the hobby uh, talking about cards, trading cards, selling cards, listing their breaks. Um, the Facebook group is very, very active. Uh, we would invite anybody, uh, women, to join the group um, and just search women in the hobby on Facebook and you can request to join. Our Instagram handle uh, is women in the hobby and that is for everyone. Um, that's where we invite everybody to follow us on Instagram and we have a lot of uh, discussion on there. Uh, a lot of cards that we post, men's cards, women's cards, etc. Um, and we have set up this year at the, uh, the Mint in what was that March <laughs> um, and then we're also actually set up here at the National every year we've been going strong since 2019 and it's just been growing and growing and growing as the hobby has evolved 
feels like to me over the past year especially, we've seen more representation for female athletes in trading cards, whether it's being included in products or having their own products. But what is your take on that? 100% um, with Tops uh, having Athletes Unlimited, uh, the product that's out. Obviously, Panini with uh, the Prism WNBA. Panini also released Rev- Revolution uh, WNBA. Um, and, you know, we're seeing a lot more, uh, many more products where it's not just men, it's not just women, but it's men and women together on, in the products. So it's just been fantastic to see. Um, I, I know that, uh, you know, the, the lacrosse cards and the tennis cards and the field hockey cards, you know, that area of the hobby is growing and growing and growing. So it's no longer just the big four sports. Um, there are so many different collectors. And really, that goes along with our message, which is there is no wrong way to collect. With that increased representation in cards, what do you think that's meant for the hobby community as a whole, especially for people who love to collect them? Yeah, so what it's meant for the hobby as a whole, especially for young female collectors, is that they see that there is a space for them in the hobby. They see that there is representation, and representation matters. We get a lot of people who reach out to us as a group, and they just say thank you. They say, my daughter watches, you know, you, uh, Amory at Women on Top, she breaks uh, WMEA cards live. And it's just people can watch it, and it's family friendly. We get a lot of folks who, who parents who say, thank you, my daughter, you inspired her to get start collecting, or you inspired her to start playing basketball. It's just been, it's just been fantastic. We talk about representation. I think we talked about this last year at the 2022 National, was having female athlete signers at the TriStar Autograph Pavilion. This year, Angel Reese, one of the biggest names in basketball, is signing at the show. What do you think that means, or what was your reaction to that? Angel Reese is a big name, and we're hopeful that in the years to come that they were there will be even more representation from female signers. Um, I can tell you that everybody who's been coming up to our table has been really excited when they see the Angel Reese sign, that Angel Reese is going to be here. Uh, Leaf actually made a special card for us to have her sign, too. So has our logo, Women in the Hobby, on it. This is really great. Now, what do you hope to achieve with the group over the next year? Yeah, all we're looking for is just basically growth um, and, you know, to get more people involved or more partners involved. Um, many of the major organizations, um, you know, Tops and Leaf and Parkside, um, et cetera, uh, David Adams has been a big supporter. GTS has been a big supporter. Um, we, we are, uh, we're just looking to, you know, have as much uh, participation uh, from, from everybody and just get continue to get our name out there. Like I mentioned, this is not for profit in any way. It's about visibility. Um, and we will be setting up uh, again at the Mint, um, obviously in the National next year, but also at some local card shows that people in our group were able, they're able to use the Women in the Hobby name uh, to set up at shows as well. All right, Julie, 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention here at the Women in the Hobby booth. You have a lot going on this week. What more can you tell us? We do have a lot going on, but that's the way we like it. So we have some free signers uh, Friday. Actually, we, I call it free signing Friday. So here's our first signer. It's Molly McCabe, and she's going to be signing uh, at noon. And then uh, the next signer, we're going to have two, actually, Allie uh, Schlegel and Penelope Hocking. We have a dual card, an uh, auto card for them to sign. Um, but the Molly McCabe, by the way, is in conjunction with Tops and, um, and the Athletes Unlimited. So, yeah, we're excited to have uh, have them sign. Thank you to uh, Leighton Sports Cards for sponsoring that. 
And then also at the booth, come by. Uh, Parkside Cards has graciously once again given us a special set. Uh, on the cards, you can see Women in the Hobby, our logo are on there. And this year, the cards are numbered. Uh, they're out of 500, and then there's also parallels, one of ones there's out of five and out of 10. So we have packs each day uh, to hand, hand out to folks, and you know we're just really excited that Parkside collaborated with us again. Who are some of the big players you can find in the packs? Uh, Alyssa Thomas, Sophia Smith, uh, Alex Morgan, um, oh my gosh, lots of big players. <laughs> um, but the cool thing about it is there's a lot of the parallels, which is awesome to see color in this year's product. So we're so excited. And it's awesome that our logo's on there, too. That's so cool. You can also come by and grab your stickers, Women in the Hobby, and then our collecting is for all stickers. Um, recognizing that Women in the Hobby supports not just women, but the hobby is for everyone. And that's really what our message is. And we've gotten so much support from, from Top, from Parkside, from Leaf, um, from lots and lots of different organizations, from DTS. Um, so really excited uh, to just keep, the, keep growing. Julie, we're here at the Women in the Hobby booth, 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention. We spoke a year ago. What has the group been up to in the past year? Has it been a whole year? Our group has grown a lot. Our Facebook group of women, we have almost close to 450-ish uh, uh, women who have signed up for the Facebook group, and we it's very active. Uh, we have a lot of folks who are trading. We have a lot of folks who are selling cards, a lot of breakers who are posting their breaks on there. And then a lot of us who are just talking about sports cards in general. It's been awesome. Uh, so we invite all women to uh, request to join the group. Go. Nicely done, sir. Thank you very much. Sure. All right. Uh, thanks for your patience. I know we were a um, bit late getting going tonight, so thank you for that, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, Lord willing, we'll be back next week to do it all over again. But in the meantime, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting, and have a great weekend, everybody. Good night. Thank you.